This is another episode, so. Oh my god, is this recording? Oh my god, are you serious? Are you dead ass right now? Like, oh, no. This recording? Welcome to 20-somethings podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Desiree, and sadly, Tini is not joining us again, but I'm going to go ahead and get into the podcast. So do you know what year the first lighthouse was built? Boston Lighthouse was built on Little Brewster Island in the United States in 1716. The lighthouse was destroyed during the Revolutionary War, but it was rebuilt in 1783, which still stands today. So now that we got the fact out of the way, which I hope you enjoyed, I'm going to be talking about unlearning behaviors. So knowing you need to grow, that's where you start really with the learning behaviors. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Like I just talked for about 30, not even 30. I talked for almost an hour and I have to re-record this. And I'm low-key really upset. <laughs> wow. I'm going to continue though. We got it. Sorry knowing that I need to grow and I became uncomfortable being in the same spaces I was with people or the things that I was doing so like smoking or just smoking my life away really or just being in the same energy as them it felt draining and that's the one I knew I needed to grow because I was constantly uncomfortable and the comfortability of just staying there was becoming so uncomfortable that I had literally had to leave it felt like I was sitting in a hot seat like my seat was on fire and it was telling me to go 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 like to jump to the other side and take that leap which I did taking on people's energy like unlearning that is huge some people are real life vampires they are energy vampires they will suck up what you have to offer and leave you depleted drained you're gone you're dead you're on the floor you need CPR a lot of them are moody negative they try to they try to make you upset they try to get a lot of negative reactions from you and they affect the way you feel they affect the way you react and you shouldn't you shouldn't let anyone dictate how you react to things and so sometimes when a person's really mad and upset and mad at the world and they're just like oh no one cares about me uh i'm not shit and da 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 they take it out on you so i created a boundary within my mind like I'm not going to take on this person's emotions because this is not how I feel. I feel happy. Oh, I'm upset. I'm sad that you feel upset or anything, but like I shouldn't feel upset just because you feel upset. Taking on another person's emotions is incredibly draining, incredibly exhausting, and you don't want to feel those emotions all the time. If I'm happy, I'm going to stay happy. If I'm smiley, I'm going to stay smiley. I think a lot about these past two years i've made significant growth with probably in the last two years i i don't even recognize myself anymore now that i'm able to express myself the way i am i'm able to recognize that people people are not going to know how to express themselves when they haven't learned and so it's not an attack on you it's really a reflection of them so if they don't want to take the time to grow and expand and gain emotional intelligence or learn the behaviors or gain self-awareness that is on them not you what is on you is if you continue to surround yourself with those people and 
sometimes of course you you can't avoid it like the workplace or a home but you don't have to react or step to their level it's relieved like a lot of stress that i didn't even know was in me and i didn't know i was carrying i saw a youtube video and they talked about like if you have motivation it can't be your only thing that's driving you like discipline is really the base of what will keep you going you're riding the high but then sometimes you come crashing down that motivation just goes instantly and then you're not doing the things you used to do because you're relying on motivation instead of discipline and relying on discipline will make the hard days so much easier the days that you don't want to go up and show up for yourself and when you do it'll make you 10 times more confident like i showed up for myself today like i really didn't want to go but i did it i lost so much weight guys like i've been out the gym for a month and a half but i was having some health issues i lost about 10 pounds i weigh 98 pounds currently um a lot of it i'm pretty sure has to do with my medication i'm taking adhd medication and that's probably being a side of uh, it's probably a side effect so i've been going to the doctors doing those things but since i've been out of the out of the gym it's been taking a toll on me not really my confidence because i'm confident in how i appear and I, how i look but i'm not confident in how i feel because i know i've been to the gym where i'll get energized after the gym i feel strong like feeling strong feels so good guys so it is hard like i'm not just speaking out my ass saying yeah go do what you need to do no nah, bro it's hard like we got <laughs> we are we are here doing this together okay we're doing this together um if you're watching this right now and you're at this timestamp, please dm me dm me on instagram at osdes and find out if i went to the gym on monday i'm supposed to go to the gym sunday monday and tuesdays um so please hold me accountable. I stopped smoking because it started messing with my eating habits. When I needed to eat, I had to smoke first because my stomach would hurt if I didn't get up and smoke right away. Bro, I was addicted. <laughs> I don't know who tell y'all y'all can't get addicted to weed, but you are addicted to weed. Especially if you're putting grava in your spliffs or smoking backwoods and shit. You're, addic you're addicted to not, not just weed, but you're addicted to tobacco, y'all really the tobacco that's getting y'all um another part of it is my brain function i felt so stupid i felt like i was losing brain cells felt like spongebob that one episode where it was just like them running around in his brain that's how i felt and i started being aware of like how it was affecting me i was like bro this shit not it like i'd rather be sober right now and that's how i knew i needed to quit it made me anxious it made me like fearful of the things that i could be doing and how I was stunning myself from indulging in things like that. Honestly, I don't think I would be here if <laughs> I don't think I would be here where I, where I am if I didn't stop smoking. I'm gonna be completely honest. It would invoke anxiety and guilt because I realized that guilt was coming from a place of shame. Like I was shame, shameful of where I was in life and why i was put in that situation why i put myself in that situation so it just brought up a lot of negative emotions and it made me feel like i was going backwards in life instead of forward and so i just decided to leave smoking weed with what i left like i was like okay that has to stay in the past that can't come with me of where i'm going on this journey 
I also thought like where I was going was gonna be wor- worse than the place I was in before. And I think that just comes a lot a lot with not knowing. The not knowing is really scary sometimes, but when you don't, you're not always going to know something until you do it. And so I always tell myself that, like, just try things out. Make new experiences for yourself, guys. I'm really curious about what y'all want to do with this year. This year for me has been really creative. I've delved into poetry, delved into making, like, writing a book, reading more, um, podcasting, but learning about more equipment, more learning about more technical things. And I'm loving it. Like, I'm learning so much and it's only january i would love to look back on my life and be like i did this and i know i'll be proud of myself for making this podcast with tania and giving us a platform to share our thoughts if i'm helping someone by just speaking and talking i feel like i've done my part in the world i had to learn how to be emotionally intelligent um my brothers and I discussed this but like in our household we didn't have an idea of what emotional maturity was and we had to learn that on our own through our own life experiences and talking to each other and so I don't know if you guys know this but my background is Caribbean so my family's Caribbean and you guys can put your own you know stereotypical views on Caribbean like close-minded things like that I really had to work on that because I took projecting my own emotions onto other people and that is not a right thing to do. When you put knowledge and perspective together, it it's like a whole new world. From doing those things, I was able to look at different perspectives and understand that I played a role in things. Um, but moving forward, I don't have to do that anymore. Discipline um emotional intellect and also and also like discernment i always talk about discernment but discernment those like those three things i'm talking about it helps you navigate and feed out the bullshit that will come hit you up because the universe will come down plop something down like monopoly and be like you learned this yet and if you over here like is it safe are you testing me and you've got to be the one that be like, nah, you tested me. I learned it. And then if you don't, and you just, if you don't, you're repeating that lesson. And you're going to repeat that lesson until you learn. Just be handing me up the same shit. I'm tired of it, Grandpa. It's also important for me, since I just, you know, talked about how, like, I f- was emotionally stunted growing up and stuff like that. Um, It was important for me to make sure I was emotionally mature for my daughter because she needs a role model and she needs a safe person who can understand emotions and understand feelings and um have the capacity to navigate them when she's older um she may deal with depression like right now i deal with minimal depression still don't know what causes that hope i'm trying to break a cycle right now and within within my family and damn i just realized that shit i have to learn these things so my daughter can have the tools she needs when growing up and 
So she's not in a situation where she's second guessing her self worth because she will always matter. She will always matter to me and her dad. She always matter to the family. But even though that you're aware of like you matter to someone, sometimes you don't feel like you matter to yourself. And that's the biggest thing that I want her to understand. She needs to matter to herself. And again, I learned a lot of this through therapy, but therapy isn't always for you. It's not it's not always for people or maybe y'all don't have access to therapy i recommend some books um the four agreements and the fifth agreement made me view life a little different i still go back i don't want to spoil anything but if y'all decide to listen to it i'll listen to it on audible if y'all decide to listen to it or read it please give me some feedback on things what you learned um i also recommend this romance story it's called A Touch of Darkness. It is a series. That's just the first book. Um, it follows the story of Hades and Persephone if you're into Greek mythology. I really love the book series. It's also made me view death so differently. Like, woo, y'all would just have to read it to find out. But it, it did make, for Ask Our Opinion, um, we do have it linked in our bio and it is in our link tree. And it'll take you directly to the Google Doc. Sorry, not the Google Doc. The Google Form where you can fill out and you can send in your situations you would like another perspective on. And if Tania's back, then, you know, of course, we'll, we'll both give our input. But for now, it's just me giving my input. person says hey i love this podcast and you've helped me so much i'm glad i've helped you um well, i'm glad we helped you actually because tania too here's the dilemma i'm 17 female and my boyfriend is 18 male we're having disagreements in our friend group the problem is before my boyfriend and i got together i was the one who asked him out he said yes and we went out to eat and i paid for his meal our friend group didn't know he was the one that paid until it was brought up by my boyfriend because he said it was different from what he's experienced before. Our friends are split. Some of them are saying he's an asshole for letting me pay. Other things, others think it's sweet and it's 2024, so 50-50. And some of my girlfriends think I shouldn't have paid at all because I'm the girl. What are your thoughts on this? Should we feel this some type of way? Extra info, he never let me pay for another day afterwards girl what's your relationship do what y'all want um the whole 50 50 shit is bullshit anyway i went to go see michelle obama with my mom and um cousin tyler perry was host uh hosting her so she she was talking at the box theater i went and heard her and what really stuck with me was the fact that she said that she supported barack throughout the main main part of their relationship like in the beginning you know before he became president and everything and she was holding down there's times where she was really frustrated with him but now she's reaping benefits of doing that like she said over the course of time it was 50 50 it's not 50 50 split down the middle all the time sometimes you're going to be given more the other person's going to be given less also my another take on this 
girl you got balls period because i i have the same mentality yeah if i ask you out i'm gonna pay i do think it's a green flag if men or like the person i'm going on a date with be like oh no don't pay for that like i got you and da, 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 da. like i take that as a green flag it's just like oh that's cute i like that um and like i accept it because you know if someone's offering sure but again at the same time i don't mind paying because i'm the one that asked you out. i think in my opinion it makes more sense um if someone asks you out on the date they should pay for it you got balls girl i think that's so cool your girlfriends with the whole i'm the girl thing yeah you're the girl but like sometimes men want to be pampered too <laughs> like my parents are married and my mom just told me like yeah i'm gonna go take dad on the date like the other day and i think that shit is cute like bro do y'all even like y'all partners they get keep giving you trouble just nipping in the bud be like hey this is my relationship chill out i'm cool with it it's not something to argue about make that boundary because it's your relationship and i hope this helped i hope that was some insight <laughs>